0: Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot. Hello, welcome to our program. This is Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Masiel Davila-Ferrer. And today, we have our 10th program in the series, Trusting God's Way. This is an exciting one. Yeah, it's actually one of my favorites. I mean, I think all of them are my favorites. But this one uh, became personal um, because of something that has happened to me. Tell me so, about yeah. it. Well, yeah. Well, I think most of our audience now that I lost my parents in the last five years, both mm-hmm. of them. It was actually very hard because mm-hmm. I'm an only child. I don't have any siblings. Mm-hmm. And so losing both of, the, of my parents in such a short time, it was quite difficult. Um, but they had, before they passed away, they had done a trust, mm-hmm. you know, like a testament that is legally made official, and... Um, that you know they were gonna leave me some few things, and of course there were no issues because I had no siblings. Right. I have no siblings, but I don't know some some of the uh, biblical language became more real to me with this inheritance thing that we're gonna inherit the promised land right, simply because I got an inheritance, right? Yes. and and it became immediately so when they passed away just mm-hmm. because they had made their word you know, true and official, right? Yes. Legal. Yes. And so when now I read people saying, okay, I want the inheritance, like in the promised land, mm-hmm. for example, today is Caleb's program. Uh, he said, well, the Lord said so. The yes. Lord said that this was yes. going to be
1: mine and it's going to be mine. And he you has know? a good memory because yeah. he said it a while ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're going to talk about this because as we look at the history of redemption, the the different development stages, yes. here they're taking over now the land. They have had a few battles. They are now taking over. They're going to destroy the land in in the different tribes. Mm -hmm. But Caleb specifically comes and claims his portion. Yes. The one that God had promised him when he was a spy back in the book of Numbers, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think we have a lot to learn about the fact that our inheritance is assured when we claim it by faith. And the faith is not in us. The faith is in the Lord's faithfulness that he has promised and it will be so. Yes. Right? He is just claiming exactly like you said, claiming what was his, but he's going to make sure to make it. So. Yeah, exactly. So, Caleb, if you guys remember back in um, in the book of Numbers, chapter thirteen, when Moses had sent spies to spy the land, twelve spies, two of them came with a good report. Um, that was Joshua and Caleb. Yes, and they came back with a report saying uh, we can do this because the Lord says so, and the other ten said no, they're giants yeah. in, the, yeah. <laughs> in the land and all of that. So they brought a favorable report and. The Bible says something very beautiful about Caleb, chapter 14 of Numbers, verse 24. Then we're going to go to Joshua, but we want to start at the very beginning of the story. And so it's Numbers, chapter 14, verse 24.
1: But because my servant Caleb had a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to, and his descendants will inherit it.
0: Yeah. Do you remember that um, the two uh, the two spies that brought the good report yes. were the only ones spared? Yes, uh, of the whole generation. And Everybody else was going to die in the wilderness.
1: So now Joshua and Caleb are the senior statesmen. Joshua yeah. is leading Caleb. They're has the some... only two yes. of that age. There's yes. no
0: other two people of that age in the whole of Israel, right? Can you
1: imagine the perspective they have, the things that they have seen? They have seen the whole sojourn yes. yeah. through the
0: wilderness and now into the promised That's land. That's one of the beautiful things about elderly people, that they have experiences that they can tell the new yeah. generation that we can learn from, right? When we
1: demand an answer, they have experience and they yeah. have stories to build their faith. You
0: know, my grandma um, lived until 101. Oh wow! And when I had trouble, especially mm-hmm. relationship trouble, things like that, when yes. I was younger, I would go talk to her. And she was so wise. Sometimes. Yeah, you know, she, she would give me this. I would sometimes travel to Argentina to get Just the, to see to get the, counsel. the long view. You <laughs> yeah, need advice exactly. with the long view. <laughs> So back in Numbers 13, God had made a promise. Um, chapter 13 of Numbers, uh, verses 21 and 22 says that when the spies went to the land, um, they were um, they they had these giants that they saw, and and I want to tell you what the family names of the giants were. In verse 22 of Numbers 13, it says that it was Imon, Shesai and Talmai. It's very important because now forty-five years later, <laughs> now they have come into the promised yes. land and God had made a promise in Deuteronomy chapter one, verse thirty six. Moses talks about it that whatever their feet touched, Touch. yeah. it would be them. Yes. Theirs, yes. Right? So Caleb comes and makes a request. He's, I heard this. God said this for me 45 years (laughs) ago. ago. He's like, I have been thinking about this for a very long time. I know. It's very, very interesting. Um, Let's read it. Now we're back in the book of Joshua. Joshua. Forty-five years have gone by mm-hmm. since that the beginning of the story. And Caleb comes to talk to Joshua, the only two who were yes. alive of this time, right? Like, let me talk
1: to you like friends. Yeah, We've exactly. seen things together.
0: Why don't we read it? Um, let's do verses 7 to 9 of Joshua 14.
1: I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land, and I brought him back a report according to my convictions, but my brothers who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt with fear. I, however, followed the Lord God with my whole heart. So on that day, Moses swore to me, the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance (laughs) and that of your children forever because you have followed the Lord
0: my God wholeheartedly. I love that word. Yeah, yeah, wholeheartedly, right? With all of my heart. I have done this. And it's very interesting because back there when when God said, okay, Caleb and Joshua will, he has said, Caleb has a different spirit. Yes, there's something about him That stood out. Yes. And now we can see that different thing. Forty-five years have gone by. And he says it here in verse 10 of Joshua 14. Behold, the Lord has let me live just as he spoke these 45 years from the time that the Lord spoke this word. And then he says, I'm 85 years old now. (laughs) And look what he says in verse 11. I am still as strong today (laughs) as the day Moses sent me out.
1: I'm just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. Yeah. And then he
0: makes a request that is a crazy, crazy request. So yes. he says, I'm still strong, both for war and for daily task, coming in and going out. Like and Joshua
1: is huh? not going to insult his friend. I think he's just smiling and nodding. Yeah, because yeah. he knows his <laughs> yes, friend. He knows, yes. you know, the two of them yeah. went through a lot yeah, together. Yeah, absolutely. No? And I'm sure he knows that Caleb cannot be dissuaded. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> so so he says, I want the, uh, let's read the request, verse 12.
1: Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourself heard that when the Anakites <laughs> were there, when their cities were large and fortified. But the Lord helping me I will drive them out, just as he
0: said. It's very interesting because when remember that the, all of Israel was so afraid of this giants, yes. and I read the three families because it's interesting, that in a moment now, when he takes over that hill, yes. the three families of the giants that were so scary to Israel, Caleb will go and displace 45 years later. Maybe he's been thinking about them <laughs> about those, for that yes, long. Yes, that's right. Every yeah. time he had a bad day, he was thinking about those giants. I, I love the fact that Caleb was saying, God said so yes uh, it, it was almost like okay the, the word of the Lord gave me a testament yes. and I'm going to have this inheritance yes. and I don't want just any other inheritance I want the very this, hill where, where my the giants feet are we're touching that is
1: mine and his and his confidence the Lord helping me this will happen yes. we have been going back and forth as we've read through the scriptures people saying oh
0: being afraid and God having to remind <laughs> yes. them to not be afraid mm. that's
1: not an issue at no, all for Caleb
0: no, that's right and he say no. We are going to possess this and I'm going to go up there mm-hmm. and take those those uh, giants out of the way because God <laughs> said I would do so. At <laughs> long last. Yes. And so um, in chapter 15, then, uh, of course, Joshua says, okay, blesses him, gives him that as the city of Hebron where the uh, all of this is happening. And he's going to go and in chapter 15, verse 13, uh, Caleb will take over yes. the Hebron. And look at verse 14. It says, Caleb drove out from there the three sons of Enoch the first, the same three families Sheshai and Iman and Tilmai, which we just read in Numbers yes. 13 yeah. so he actually 45 years later got it right yeah and then they went to uh, fight to another city mm-hmm. the Bur, and uh, Caleb says okay whoever takes uh, that city I will give them my daughter as a wife and this man named Oth- Othniel mm-hmm. actually captured the city and yes. became his son-in-law yeah right But his daughter, I I like Caleb's daughter.
1: She's got a little bit of the same moxie that her dad does. She's she's not afraid to speak her mind. Yeah, and so
0: when she marries this this man, Othniel, she says, okay, uh, why don't you ask my dad for a little more... Uh, land. yeah. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to do it. In fact, yeah, why don't I talk to my dad? Yes, Yes. on on our behalf. This is Caleb's daughter now. On chapter 15, verses uh, 18 and 19, she comes to talk to her dad and says, I I want a little more. You want to read it? Yeah.
1: One day when she came to Othniel, she urged him to ask her father for a field. When she got off her donkey, Caleb asked her, what can I do for you? She replied, do me a special favor since you have given me the land in Negev. Give me also the springs of water. So Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. I wonder, like, whenever I ask my my dad for something, I'm always like, Dad, I I don't know. Like she sounds too strong, but I wonder if she leaned into oh, the fact sure that she, she was did his, because his daughter. She
0: already was getting some land. And, yes, and she says, "Well, since I got the land in the Negev, and Negev it was an area that had, didn't have much water." Right. She says, uh, "Can you give me a little more?" Yeah. And, and you know, we learned from this because she didn't just get one spring. She got the lower spring and the upper spring. Yes. And sometimes, you know, uh, we have to we have to ask. ask. The application is there. <laughs> yeah. God's blessings
1: yeah. are there, and so we can say, "This is my." Fine. Yeah. I'm going to take it. i receive actually, it. Actually, Jesus
0: said, you don't have because you don't ask. Yes. You, know, so. <laughs> you ask, you will receive. Now, Caleb was so sure of his inheritance simply because God had said so. Mm-hmm. And I think we have something to learn about uh, our inheritance in the promised land. We're not going to inherit the land because we're skilled or because we're wise no. or because we're good in our, yes. you know, whatever. We're going to inherit the land because God said so. Yes. And I want to share something that I found. Oh, please. I'm so
1: excited <laughs> about this.
0: So I, I just shared it uh, with Maciel because it was an aha moment for me, being that my parents left me something through a testament, through a trust. Um, I, I don't know why I did. Uh, you know, sometimes we only talk about the death of Jesus as paying our sins, yes. right? But we don't realize that the fact that He died— mm-hmm. Is a testament because we usually use the word covenant. Right. And we don't realize that the word in in, in Greek also means testament, mm-hmm. which means that our inheritance is sure only because he has died. If he would be alive, uh, he, he would have never died. He's alive now, but he would have never died. The testament wouldn't have come yes. through because yes. the testament comes through when. Some, a person dies. Right. So when I was looking to the conclusion of this program on why we can claim our inheritance, our mm-hmm. eternal inheritance, I came across these verses. Please look for them in your own Bibles. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 15 to 17. And it says here on verse 15 that we can have be sure of our eternal inheritance because God has promised it in a testament. Mm-hmm. And then read verses 16 and 17 for us. In the case of a will, which is what it says in my Bible, uh-huh. it is
1: necessary to prove the death of the one who made it. Because a will is enforced only when somebody has died. It never takes effect while the one who made it is living. So
0: it's saying here, if you have a testament, it will only become true if the person dies. And the, um, the moment they die, then you have what they left yes, you, right? Yes. So in the verse right before it, it says, because a death happened, now we will receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. Yes. So why are we Sure, that we will have the promised land is because of the new. Testament, Yes. The New Testament. Come on, preacher. Yeah, the New Testament in the blood of Jesus. Yes. He said, this is the blood of the new covenant. But our translation covenant sometimes doesn't give the understanding that the Greek word says, in this, the blood of the New Testament. When I die, you can be assured of the inheritance. This is going to happen because I said Said so. so, Yes. And I left it for you. Yes. So you have an inheritance because in my will, says God, uh, when I was going to die, says Jesus, I put your name in the Testament. And I want you to claim this. Yeah, it, that, and that's the point. Uh, so many people don't live assured of their eternal inheritance mm-hmm. because they're looking at themselves saying, Okay, am I strong enough? Am I good enough? Am I skilled enough? Am I, uh, have I done enough? Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, Trust me, because I have died, you will have an eternal inheritance. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash jesus101institute. And follow us on Twitter at
1: jesus101media. Until next time, live free.
0: woo